This is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Welcome to a new episode of the Christian Circle Podcast. This is episode 97. Since Pentecost is right around the corner, we have a new guest today who's going to talk about the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. He is the chairman of the Ark and the Dove Worldwide. So, Johnny Bertuzzi, welcome to our podcast and tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Sure. Um, thanks, Pamela, for having me. My name, as Pamela said, Johnny Bertuzzi. Um, I live in the New Orleans area. I'm married. I have five adult children. I, uh, our family is very musical. We've ministered. Uh, uh, over many years um, at conferences and retreats, uh, doing music, uh, doing evangelization. And uh, recently, I'd say recently, um, over the, uh, about eight years ago, um, I was uh, presented with an opportunity to put a group together to purchase the Ark and the Dove. Pamela mentioned that in the beginning, um, the Ark and the Dove is the uh, site of the Duquesne weekend, which launched um, the Catholic Charismatic Renewal, uh, actually worldwide. And so anyway, at the time, I happened to be chair of the United States Catholic Charismatic Renewal when that building and that site, um, the whole you know, property came for sale. We put together a group, and for the last eight years, um, we've been basically inviting people to come back home to the home of baptism in the Holy Spirit at the Ark and the Dove. And people for the last eight years around the world have been coming to visit, coming to pray in the Upper Room Chapel where that Duquesne weekend experience happened. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing, uh, who I am. Well, a lot of people are probably not even familiar with the charismatic renewal. And a lot of people who have heard about it kind of run away from them. So I know this at our church. We now, by the time of Pentecost, we have rallies. We have the infilling of the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of prayer meetings. So what exactly is the charismatic renewal? Sure. Great question. Yes. Um, so the Catholic charismatic renewal in the, in the Catholic Church is, is, would be considered an ecclesial movement. Uh, what is uh, an ecclesial movement? Um, it's basically um, a, a movement within the church, um, typically with lay people, but also with um, uh, religious and priests. Um, you know, there's many movements in the church, um, Crescio, um, Marriage Encounter uh, would be two. Um, Catholic Charismatic Renewal would be, you know, a movement within the church. Um, and the Catholic Charismatic Renewals movement is, you know, focused. Most of these movements have some sort of focus, and the focus on the Charismatic Renewal would be the Holy Spirit, and would be a um, a devotion, a renewal, if you will. The word charism is um, the word that means gift. Charismatic, you know, uh, um, is uh, you know, gifts. Renewal would be a renewal of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So the Catholic Charismatic Renewal, um, in, in those terms, would be a renewal of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
Um, the movement began, we mentioned the, the Ark of the Dove, but basically in February of 1967 is when we traced the renewals beginnings to. And so, um, so the renewals about to celebrate well, in February would be the 50, um, what, 58th year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 57th year, 57th year um, of the founding of the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. Um, some interesting, um, I guess, tidbits about the renewal. Uh, most movements have some sort of founder. You know, you could think of like Opus Dei or some of these other movements mm-hmm. as a, a founder. The Catholic Charismatic Renewal doesn't claim to have a founder. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, uh, the term they used um, early on was um, a current of grace. And so there's no founder, it's really the Holy Spirit showed up and moved in power. And, um, and now, you know, there's, you know, different estimates, different um, uh, statisticians will look at uh, church statisticians, um, you know, the Catholic Charismatic Renewal, some estimates are 120 million, 140 million, mm-hmm. but you could easily and accurately say 100 plus million people around the world and practically every country of the world mm-hmm. um, would um, would identify with the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what exactly are the charisms of the Spirit? Because a lot of people know, biblically speaking, they've read from the Bible, what are the fruits of the Spirit, what are the gifts of the Spirit, but uh, you know, there are lots of authors out there who've said there are at least 25, more than 25 uh, uh, actual charism. So what are these charisms of the Holy Spirit? Um, most, the Catholic Catholic Renewal, you know, when they talk about charisms, are typically talking about um, the list of gifts from Corinthians, and there's another list in Romans. Mm-hmm. I know um, in Confirmation, we, you know, we kind of refer to the Isaiah gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but for charismatic renewal, we're talking mostly mm-hmm. about um, the, the gifts listed in um, in Corinthians. Um, there's a list in uh, Corinthians 12 talking about wisdom, about words of knowledge, mm-hmm. about the gift of faith, the gift of healing, mm-hmm. gift of miracles, prophecy. Um, most people identify the Catholic Charismatic Renewal with the gift of tongues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in Romans, another list talks more about teaching, gifts of service, gifts of preaching, mm-hmm. um, gifts of generosity. Um, and so, um, so basically, the yeah, the Charismatic Renewal is um, a renewal of those gifts. So if um, you know, the typical um, Catholic Charismatic Renewal, you know, certainly back in the day, maybe a little bit less so now, but even you mentioned prayer meetings going on. If you were to attend a prayer meeting or a Catholic Charismatic conference or retreat, um, you would be exposed to and experiencing those gifts, gifts mm-hmm. of tongues, gifts of prophecy, etc. Mm-hmm. So how... Do people activate these gifts? I mean, we all, at least we know for Catholics that they are confirmed, they're already filled with the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of Pentecostals who claim they've already been filled with the Holy Spirit. So normally, how would Catholics or even Christians go about activating or awakening, you know, to the Holy Spirit in their life? Right. I think, now that's a, another a, a great question. Um, certainly for, for us Catholics, even, you know, the, the Catholic Charismatic Renewal, um, I might have mentioned this, but it, it bears focus, is 
um, the term baptism in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the term that um, uh, early on everyone agreed with, the popes agreed with, that um, this um, baptism in the Holy Spirit, not a rebaptism or you know second confirmation, mm-hmm. but um, basically a, a stirring up of that mm-hmm. which you've already received at baptism and that confirmation. And so, you know, we have the Holy Spirit in our lives, but a lot of us, you know, we've been baptized, we've been confirmed, but our lives, you know, are not um, radically changed. We're not, you know, radically living the gospel life. And um, and so uh, those who are in the Catholic charismatic renewal typically have had some experience of being baptized in the Holy Spirit, which has meant, means a reawakening of the gifts we were just talking about. Yeah. Now, you mentioned, like, how do we activate these gifts? Um, and I think um, one of the, the, uh, the, I guess, Bible stories that relates to me in, on a number of fronts, but certainly in, in this, um, you know, like activating the gifts thing is, and that is um, stepping out of the boat. Mm-hmm. In other words, like, you know, Peter walked on water, but... He only walked on water because he stepped out of the boat. Mm-hmm. And after he stepped out of the boat and walked on water, he sank. And so Jesus lifted him up. Mm-hmm. I think when we talk about using gifts of the Spirit, you know, we need to to do. We need to take mm-hmm. the risk of stepping out of the boat mm-hmm. and then allowing for the possibility of failure. Yeah. And so if we, you know, want to, you know, uh, exercise or activate the gift of prophecy, then you know, we need to pray, we need to be open, we need to think, but at some point we need to say what we think God's put on our heart. Mm-hmm. And um, if we never step out of the boat, if we never say what God put on our heart, how will we know if it was the genuine prophecy or not? Mm-hmm. And then those around us can help us to discern that, etc. Mm-hmm. And then you grow in that ability or in that gift as we are, you know, more willing to step out of the boat and more willing to think. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, that, that really makes sense. In fact, uh, when you go about your daily life, once you've encountered the Holy Spirit, your life is radically different, right? It's, it's completely changed. So how does one go about living their daily life with the Holy Spirit now? Because this is the age of the Holy Spirit. Um, there's more and more evidence that, you know, the Holy Spirit is, is awakening in us, especially with the things going around in our world. So, how is it that we go about living our daily life? We cannot be the, the usual lukewarm Christians that we, we have always been. So how does our life change? Amen. I think um, certainly uh, it's been my experience, I guess, um, that there's no way to live this life, um, you know, if like, <laughs> to call it a radically changed life in the Holy Spirit without some sort of community. Mm-hmm. Um whether it's a you know community with a capital C, the covenant communities that formed early in the renewal, mm-hmm. or simply um, a community of you know those people who you meet with maybe weekly, maybe less frequently, maybe more frequently, but you need you you need to be able to um, uh, to be with people as you live this radical lifestyle. Um, almost every revival. You know, there's been some sort of community aspect to it. Otherwise, yeah, you know, like uh, early, early on, I heard that there's no Lone Ranger Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know that, um, 
And then I think the, um, you know, if, uh, you know, for us, we've been, um, you know, ridiculously blessed and weirdly blessed because, um, you know, my wife and I, you know, were both um, baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know, and we homeschooled our kids. And um, we have, like I said, five adult kids um, who are, you know, we homeschooled them and they're all productive citizens in society. So <laughs> kudos to that. <laughs> um, but as a as a family, we were able to minister. And I think the the um, you know, you measure like how do you how do you live this every day and how do you you know, stay, stay with the Holy Spirit. And I think, you know, besides community, the other biggest thing is to not look in on yourself, but to look outward and mm-hmm. to, to, to do service. Mm-hmm. My wife and I did a, um, we uh, founded a, a youth group in our parish. Mm-hmm. And um, for, for many years, it was a, a, a charismatic youth group. So, all of the kids were prayed with for baptism in the Holy Spirit, and it was a uh, you know a crazy time for us. But every week we would you know have testimonies, and um, we actually called them uh, crazy Jesus stories. <laughs> uh, that was the name we gave it. And um, and basically what we were kind of teaching was that you know if you don't have a crazy Jesus story, then you're probably not out there enough. You're probably not living your life loudly enough mm-hmm. that others can see Jesus in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to, you know, try and have this, like, you know, seek out the crazy Jesus story in a sense. And, um, and those crazy Jesus stories are easy to come by mm-hmm. if you're living your faith out in public. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, it's, it's fantastic you mentioned this because I know we had a, a, another guest on, on one of our previous episodes who was talking about marriage and he said, one of the keys to successful Catholic marriages is not looking into your house, but looking outside into the church and how you could serve. So I think it's fantastic advice. Um, one of the things is, uh, how do you grow? Let's say now people have, uh, you know, developed a charism. And this happens with a lot of people, you know, they stop going to the renewal yeah. uh, and the gifts die out. So how do you grow and not stay stagnant with the gifts you have? Or how do you not remain in that baby food level that Paul is talking about and go on to the adult solid food level? Uh, yes, and uh, um, <laughs> yeah, a, a list of great questions, Pamela. Um, <laughs> the, um, I think uh, it's certainly... You're right. It's it's so easy to get complacent and then to um, you know to to just like settle down. Um, a couple of things um, I think that have helped me. Um, one is um, attend like I don't know attending larger conferences, right? So mm-hmm. even when I was a baby Christian, if you will, or a baby baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, a friend of mine and I, this was before I was married, like if there was an event that we could drive to within a day, we went, right? Mm-hmm. We, it's like if we could get there, we're going. It did, almost didn't matter what the event was. If it was a charismatic event, we were there. But, um, but the, and so by going to these events, you know, you start hearing, well, a few things. One is that um, this is bigger than yourself, bigger than you thought. Mm-hmm. But secondly, the the speakers and the presenters, um, you know, were filled with 
you know, stuff that like you had never heard. And mm-hmm. so like we would, you know, be taking notes, we'd be comparing notes at dinner afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, you know, I guess in today's world, like, you know, so I've been baptized in the, in the spirit, I don't know how many decades, <laughs> but, um, but nowadays it's like, I don't feel like we go to those events mm-hmm. as much. <clears throat> and, um, and I think that's a shame because I think that's where you get, um, a second wind, mm-hmm. if that's the right way to put it. Mm-hmm. It's also where you learn more stuff, mm-hmm. you know, where you can um, get ideas from different people that you may not have had contact with in your little circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, um, and then the other thing is to, um, you know, and I guess this might just be a, be a my personal thing and my wife is read. Mm. read books yeah. read books on the renewal read books on the church fathers read books <laughs> and, um, yeah. and I think when you do that that also like I don't know, I've, I've used the word giving, giving you a second wind but it's mm. just like a, it gives you a, you know, a fire in your belly if mm. you will yeah. you know, when you read um, testimonies and stuff and you read um, even you know, theological treatises whatever but to, to, so I guess in my head I'm like Go to events mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and read. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So one last question, and this just came to me. Um, it, it's not on the list, but uh, one of the criticisms of the uh, revival is that you we have two parts of the church. We have the doing church and we have the praying church. And the charismatic revival is the praying church, the interceding church. And a lot of times, uh, the criticism is that the praying church is not really doing anything. <laughs> the doing church is not really praying as much. So what would you say to, you know, in response to the criticism and what would you say to the people in the revival? Um, I, don't, I don't know that I would subscribe to that criticism mm-hmm. in this sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, when I look around at, let's say, the parish and, and the parish um, uh, as it's you know, as it's constituted, so we have parish, everybody goes to mass. Mm. The people who are doing in the parish, the lectors, the, the RCIA people, the, um, the altar service, the ones who are organizing the altar service, etc., mm. all, in my experience, come out of the renewal some sort of way. Okay. It's like, um, and so to say that, like, you know, they're praying and not doing, um, secondly, would be, I think, the work of evangelization is the work of doing mm-hmm. and it's the people in the charismatic renewal who are doing the evangelizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's like, it, the, you know, the churches are consolidating, they're, you know, emptying yeah. they're you know, I mean, the state of affairs of church yeah. attendance is definitely abysmal. And, um, and it, you know, maybe, you know, you know, there could be you know, lots of discussions about why or whatever, yeah. but, Who's out there evangelizing? It's the it's the Catholic Charismatic Renewal, mm. um, and so the um, and I think the you know there was a uh, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure I forget who it was that said it. I think Paul John II, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. You know that the the church is both hierarchical and charismatic, meaning yeah. that yeah. you know there's a structure to it and that there's a, a Holy Spirit charismatic dimension to it. Yeah. And both are essential. You can't mm-hmm. hit you know, it's like it's not like one's better than the other yeah. one's, you know, more important than yeah. the other one. 
you need both. Yeah. And it's like, you know, because when people get baptized in the Holy Spirit, they need a place, and the place is the church. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 the um and and that's you know where you're going to grow, and that's where you're going to form community, and that's where. And so um so I do think that um you know that there probably is this you know the doing and the praying. Um, you know, you I could or I would argue that for a um, one of the things that we preach, I say we preach. There's a, a priest friend of mine who was um, in the renewal down in San Antonio. His name is Father Bob Hogan. So Father Bob Hogan put a book out called something about the full role of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that. You know, the Holy Spirit and this baptism in the Holy Spirit is not just a one-time thing that happens to you and now, you know, you just go about your life. No, it's like it's the full role. It's the doing. It's the praying. It's the interceding. It's the evangelization. It's the growth in holiness. You know, all of those things, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, this baptism in the Holy Spirit, is it, it changes your life in more than just one little way. It's like it changes the entirety of your life, your, your um, you know, uh, from your call to holiness, your call to evangelize, your call mm-hmm. to pray, um, your call to intercede, your call mm-hmm. to live radically the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know this, the, the, the doing and the praying. I think the Catholic Arithmetic Renewal, um, that, that, that criticism seems a little bit off to me. So it's, it's a continuous renewal that, that takes place with the Holy Spirit. Hey man, that's like, I, I, one of the scripture passages, or, I mean, I think it's even multiple times in the Bible, is this, you know, God's mercies are new every morning. Yeah. Every morning you wake yeah. up, you can call on the Holy Spirit and have an adventure. Yeah. Every day can be a ridiculous adventure in God, simply by waking up, calling upon the mercies that are new every morning. Mm-hmm. You know, step out the door and see what God has for you this day. That's fantastic. So, uh, any last bits of advice to anybody who wants to join the renewal, the charismatic renewal? Um, yeah, um, I, I would, you know, certainly. Um, uh, uh, I know, you know, this um, this renewal, if you will, which you know, the the movement, if you will, doesn't have a founder, etc. It's just you know, the Holy Spirit comes in. If if you if you pray like this, uh, you know the scripture, you know, ask, seek, knock, yeah. you know, which one of you, you know, who you know ask, you know, for the Holy Spirit, the Father won't give it to him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you just ask for the Holy Spirit, and if you ask for the Holy Spirit, God will give it to you, and then your life will be radically changed. And at at that point, they'll obviously seek out <laughs> other charismatic renewal stuff. And um, but but it's really just an asking. It's just an asking and being open to receiving. Um, uh, you know, we could do lots of podcasts on <laughs> lots of topics. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, but certainly just um, just know that um, you know, in a sense, Jesus loves you more than you love yourself. Mm-hmm. He wants to give you the Holy Spirit more than you want to receive him yourself. But if you open yourself docilely to receive them, he will give them to you and your life will be radically changed. Wow, that's amazing. So it could not have been better said, so amen to that. Where can people find you online if they want to get in touch with you or they yes. want to come to, um, you know, come to you guys and have attend one of the conferences? I mean, where do they reach out? Yes. So I'll give you two websites. Um, the first is 
where I'm hanging out at the Ark of the Dove. So it's it's a long email address, but it's easy to remember. It's the Ark and the Dove Worldwide dot org, and the Ark and Dove is like you know the Ark that Noah was in, so A R K. So it's the Ark and the Dove Worldwide dot org. And when you go to the website, the first thing you'll see is Patty Mansfield, who was one of the participants of the Duquesne weekend back in 1967. A few months ago, she gave basically her testimony and a tour of the retreat center. Mm -hmm. So there's a, uh, I think it's a 20 minute, maybe longer uh, video on the homepage of the website. So you can kind of see what the Ark ended up looks like and learn about what happened you know, those the, uh, back in 1967. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last website is org. PentecostTodayUSA.org. That's the United States, um, you know, Catholic Charismatic Renewal Organization. Um, they have a conference coming up in October called Jesus 2023, mm-hmm. and that's in Kansas City. Um, so you can, um, you know, if uh, mentioned going to... Uh, Going to events, um, Pentecost um, Today USA, there's a national conference in Kansas City in October. So that's at PentecostTodayUSA.org. Great. So thank you so much, Joni, for joining us today and talking to us all about the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. And a happy Pentecost to you. All right, Pamela. Happy Pentecost to you. Thanks for having me.